This is Upstate's HealthLink on air. Linda Cohen here with you. Diagnostic techniques have made huge gains over the past few decades, helping physicians more accurately analyze and treat various diseases like cancer. Here to explain one such important technique and its applications is Dr. Kamal Kurana. He's Professor of Pathology, he's Adjunct Professor of Internal Medicine, he's the Director of the Cytopathology and Program Director of the Cytopathology Fellowship Program at Upstate Medical University. Welcome, Dr. Kurana. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. So let's start with something, with an explanation for our listeners, because most of our listeners are not scientists. Mm -hmm. What exactly do we mean when we use the term cytopathology? What is this field? Cytopathology is actually a specialized branch of pathology where we are trying to make diagnoses by not looking at tissue, but at cells. So that's the main difference, you know. Basically, we get surgical biopsies most of the time, and pathology involves looking at tissue fragments to make the diagnosis, but cytopathology is different in the sense that we are actually looking at cells and trying to make a diagnosis that would help in management of patients. So the, by looking, how is that different, though, in one sense? In other words, a tissue sample is made up of cells, and in this case, you're, you're kind of zeroing in or focusing in more on the cellular nature of the tissue, so to speak. So is there something about, is there more information or a, a particular type of information that you're deriving from looking at, the, at a cellular level? Well, what we are trying to do here is basically focus on the cell morphology. When we are looking at uh, tissue fragments, you know, it's the architecture that helps us make the diagnosis. It's how the cells are put together. uh, Right. And uh, obtaining tissue fragments is much more cumbersome as opposed to um, getting cells where we can use uh, simple procedures which do not uh, really interfere with the patient um, in terms of the mobility or uh, uh, flexibility. You know, basically, when we are doing cytopathology, the cells are collected by easy methods as opposed to um, surgical surgical procedure, which is much more invasive. So that's the main difference yeah. between the techniques in which the two, uh, me- the techniques by which the cells are collected. Yeah, and obviously I want to talk a lot more about the benefits of this whole idea of what you're doing. I'm just curious, and I think we'll talk more as we go further on in terms of how your findings affect treatment. But are you looking more at the genetic makeup then of a particular cell? Or when you say the morphology, it's how they look, it's how they're, they're structured, but are you getting more kind of, um, are you drilling down into more data, so to speak, by doing the cyto, the, looking at the cellular, on the cellular level? Yeah, basically, we are first of all focusing on how to make a diagnosis, okay? I mean, a patient can go to a physician and uh, can get admitted and get a surgical biopsy, which takes a lot of time, as opposed to um, cytology, where, you know, you could still go to a physician and get a simple procedure done by which these cells are aspirated uh, 
and without compromising the patient in any way. It's a very minimally invasive procedure. So okay. that's the most important thing in terms of how we collect the cells. Okay, so, so let me get to that now. So you use a technique in doing this kind of collection called fine needle aspiration. Explain what that is, and again, I know you're, you're going to uh, amplify how it's different than the alternative, which has always been a surgical excision of tissue. So tell me about fine needle aspiration. What exactly is it? Fine needle aspiration is a very simple, quick, and inexpensive method of performing a biopsy. Basically, it's almost like getting a shot, you know. So you have the patient come in, you introduce a very fine needle, uh, move it back and forth in the palpable lump where which needs to be investigated. Some suspicious tumor. Right. I mean, obviously, anytime you have a swelling, the first main concern is, is it a tumor or it's something benign that I don't have to worry about it, which might go away by itself. But uh, when we get these patients in the clinics, you know, we do this procedure, we introduce a needle, and uh, it takes about 30 seconds to get the cells, and uh, we can smear them on the slides and stain them right there and then. Oh, wow. And we have a microscope right by us, uh, and we can look through it and can tell the patient at that time, most of the time, we can tell with accuracy as to what we are dealing with, whether it's a malignant process or it's a benign process. In cases where we are not certain, we investigate it further in, for, in our lab and uh, do some ancillary tests to be, be more definitive. Is it ever necessary after you've done a fine needle aspiration and there is, it's equivocal or there are questions, is it ever necessary to do a surgical biopsy following that, do you find? Yes, if it doesn't work. Sometimes, you know, we might have problems in getting the sample because we are dealing with a needle and there is a question of uh, how accurately the mass was sampled. But if we get diagnostic cells, we are 100% certain so if we are not able to get the sample well, then there's always a question, and we may refer the patient to the second step, which would be a surgical biopsy. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm Linda Cohen, along with cytopathologist Dr. Kamal Kurana. We're talking about fine needle aspiration and cytopathology. So give us a picture of how this takes place. There's a suspicious tumor or growth. Um, you're, you're called in to the case, and right then, in a, an office of some kind, you can pr perform this procedure at the bedside, so to speak? That's right. And a, a, how long does it take? You said 30 seconds? That's right. Is the patient anesthetized in any way? Is there pain involved in this procedure? Most of the time, we get referrals for these kind of patients. You know, these are patients seen in medicine clinic or in any kind of clinic, head and neck clinic, ENT, surgeons. And uh, what really happens is when anybody observes, the physician observes a lump anywhere in the body, uh, they can refer the patient to us. We do run clinics at Upstate on two days, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And uh, once we get the referral, then we have the patient come into our clinic. We 
do a short examination and um, examine the lump, whether we can easily feel it. And then we explain to the patient what we are actually going to do, which is basically introducing a needle, just like I said, you know, it's almost like getting a shot. And we do apply anesthetic spray, which is topical kind of, topical kind of uh, anesthetic. And it, what it does is it really freezes the skin overlying the lump and uh, alleviates the pain to some extent. You know, I wouldn't say that it is completely discomfort-free. There is going to be some discomfort associated with it. You know, every time you get a shot, you know, there's some discomfort, you know. But it takes about 15 to 20 seconds to get the cells out. And then rest of the time is involved in actually preparing the slides and uh, staining them and looking them uh, under the microscope. So what types of disease entities or, um, I mean, are you, are you limited in any way? I mean, you made it sound like anytime there's a suspicious tumor slash lump, you, will, you can use this technique. So it's pretty much universally uh, applicable. Is that correct? That's right. And, and basically, it's the, it's the pathologists or the cytopathologists that actually take care of this procedure. Well, the procedure can be performed by regular clinicians too, but the advantage of having an interventional cytopathologist doing it is that you can assess the sample there and then and assure the patient that you have enough material and, you know, you can actually make a preliminary diagnosis. What happens is sometimes these procedures are done in the clinic by other clinicians. They will go in sample it a couple of times and send the material, but they might have missed the lesion and they may not be diagnostic cells. But when the pathologist is doing it, we are doing an adequacy evaluation there and then to ensure that we have adequate material to make a diagnosis. And basically, the advantages besides the idea of obviously not having to do a surgical procedure are many because I think you said that, that um, you can find out the, the preliminary results are available in very short order, uh, within 24 to 48 hours, That's am I right. correct? And obviously that has to alleviate a lot of the patient's anxiety. That's right. And, you know, it doesn't require any hospital admission, which you would require for surgical biopsies. You have to go through general anesthesia sometimes. And uh, this is... Uh, basically uh, procedure where basically you could walk in you know and sometimes we get calls from the clinicians and they say can you take the patient right now and we can accommodate those kind of calls depending on our schedule you know if it is really an urgency we would definitely do the procedure that's really a tremendous breakthrough when i think about it in terms of diagnosis to be able to do it so rapidly with very little pain to the patient and they can resume their normal activities immediately following. That's right. So it's it's really quite a significant improvement. Um, are there ever circumstances? What's the reliability? I guess is my question. And uh, do you ever come up with either a false positive, false negative in your studying? You know, we, we have to make a clinical correlation, and what the differential diagnosis in that patient is who presents with a lump or bump. When we get malignant cells, there is no question that we will make an accurate diagnosis. You can tell those right. under the microscope Yes, we can tell unquestionably that these are malignant cells. I mean, there are times when there may be a suspicion, but 
we do not see those kind of cells. Those are the kind of lumps which need to be investigated further with like a surgical biopsy. But if the clinician is thinking about an infectious process and we find evidence of that, then we are very sure that, you know, we nailed the diagnosis or if they're thinking about a malignancy and we were able to get those malignant cells, then we are quite certain that we got the diagnosis. Another question that comes to mind for me is since the, the, the new kind of age of more personalized cancer treatments or the whole idea of targeted cancer therapies, is the Im information that you're kind of accruing or gathering basically the, on the cellular level, does that help shape the treatment protocols that that might follow if in fact it was a malignancy? That's absolutely true that, you know, we are actually looking into that and we are actually doing a lot of procedures where we do acquire material for uh, targeted therapy or next genome sequencing. And this is going to be the way to go from now on because, you know, this is like doing more with less. I mean, fine needle aspiration basically does more with less. So you can do multiple things, get the diagnosis, collect more material for molecular studies, for next for future genome sequencing, mm -hmm. and for targeted therapy. If you need some material, you know, yes, we can. This is the way to go. So, so this is the horizon. This is what you're beginning to embark on, and it really could have very significant ramifications. Absolutely. Fascinating stuff, and I want to thank you so much for coming in and sharing it with us. It is incredible breakthrough from what I can see in terms of our ability to diagnose these kinds of problems or suspicious lumps and bumps, as you said. Thank you so very much. My guest has been Dr. Kamal Kurana, professor of pathology. He's also a um, in, uh, adjunct professor of internal medicine and the director of cytopathology and the program director of the Cytopathology Fellowship Program at Upstate Medical University. I'm Linda Cohen, and this is Upstate's HealthLink on air.